0: Um, We're on kedushin, and we are right now on (coughs) Dathmem Beis Amud Okay, we start, we touched on the Inshleif Lidvara Veira. I just wanted to point out one other thing, because it's going to be relevant when we get to Bava Basra. um, And it's really relevant to something that we've been, I mean, that it's sitting in the back of the room. It's the pink, one of the pink elephants in the room. Um, and that is the idea of whether a shliach has to tell the person he's interacting with that he's acting as a shliach or not, in order for all of the halachas to kick in. So um, we're gonna we if you just go back to would Hamudbeiz at the top for a minute, because the Rosh proves from here a very important point. So Amar of Nachman, let's just see this gemara one more time quickly. I just want to make the point, and then we'll drop down to the shliach to the so Amr of Nathan, third line from the top. Okay, so that they have a din of Lukulchos. They don't have a din of Yorshim, but when they split up the, the assets, it's as if they bought it. In other words, if there's three million dollars worth of assets and they decide how to divide it up, it's as if each one bought uh two two million their they're, they're one-third from the other. From the other two they're called lookujos, and that has some that has a number of ramifications. And one of the ramifications is that the laws of Ona kick in, in that, that if the assets were mispriced, so then we apply the laws of Ona because they're lookos as opposed to just dividing up as Yorshi. But therefore, says Rava normally we say that if there's a, a there's a pricing mistake of less than a sixth, we assume that there's mechila, either if it's overpriced, the buyer is mochel, if it's underpriced, the seller is mochel. Hopefully you guys remember this from our shiurim in Ona. So that din, that pachos mishtus, nechda and we assume mechila, that's lo amar en eladelo shav that the brothers did the this, the negotiations personally themselves. That <inaudible> if one of the brothers sent a Shliach and the Shliach is the one who misassessed the properties, Omar, the Mishaleach, the brother who sent uh, the Shliach to negotiate for him, he can say, <inaudible> and therefore it's all, and, and everything is a null, meaning if you make a mistake, in the negotiations where the shliach made the mistake. So then the mishalech can call off the whole deal, even if it's less than a shtus, because he says I sent you to do it right, not to do it wrong. Now, in this situation, do the people that he's negotiating with, i.e., the ones who are making the transactions, who are really con- be, gonna be considered the sellers and or the buyers, do they know that this guy is a shliach for the Mishaleh, or they don't know that he's acting as a shliach? So if you're dealing with three brothers, certainly they're going to know that he's not one of the brothers. Exactly. In other words, it's very clear here that if one of the brothers sends a shliach to negotiate, the others, the, the participants who are doing the buying-selling with the shliach know he's a shliach and not a principal. So that we're going to see in the Rosh in Baba Basra that that's going to be a very important point where the 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 shliach the can claim that the shliach didn't do the shlichus properly and therefore it's invalid only when the shliach announced to the to the seller or the buyer that he's a mshal that he's a shliach. You know, we go back to our case of the guy who walks into the showroom as a shliach to buy a Mazda and he ends up buying a Subaru. Well, if he, t- if he didn't tell the seller that he's acting as a shliach, so then we can't talk about messing up the shlichos and we'll see what the, what the consequences are. But this gemara shows that the only time the Mishaleach can say, hey, you didn't do the shlichus, and therefore the deal is off is only when he announced that he's a shliach. Isn't that kind of a notice problem? Mishaleach and Isha, and she doesn't even know who she's engaged to? That, that, that... Oh, oh no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. What, 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 did, what did you, what did, I didn't catch what you said? It's very, I said, isn't there a problem with notice if the Shliach does not announce himself in our first example, being Makadesh and Isha? The Isha kind of needs to know who she's engaged to. That's obvious. That's obvious. I would think so. Wait, wait. When the Shliach comes, the shlichus is, the shlichus is be mekadesh Sarah for me and therefore when he gives her kedushin he says i am being mekadesh you as a shliach for Ruve. that's pashut the problem here is when the shliach goes and does a shlichus and he and he does it the, and he does the shlichus differently than the mishaleh says and he doesn't announce that he's a shliach. what are the consequences of doing a shlichus wrong and not announcing that you're a mishaleh that you're a shliach? that's going to be the issue okay Let's leave it for now. When we get to Baba Basra, we'll talk about it more specifically. But I wanted to point it out that the proof comes from this Gemara is that the only place we see, what we need to know is when is a Mishaleach allowed to say to a Shliach I sent you to do it right, not to do it wrong. If you did it wrong, you weren't my Shliach. When does that work? When? Did, what What are the consequences of that time? Okay, we'll leave it at that for now. Now let's skip down to Ein Shliach um, so let's go back to, let's start from the beginning of that sugi again. The ha right in the middle of the page, the last word on the line is ditnan, right in the middle of the daf. You guys remember, ha-detenah-sholech <laughs> as-a-beirah bi-ancher-shol te-vekatam-pater-bedine-ayam-vachay-vedine-shamayim bi apikech pikech chayiv my name of lucho shalom kamosa And so the Gemara wants to know why if a shliach sends, if a mishaleach sends a-beirah, in the hands of a pikeach, and gives him a shlichus to burn down my neighbor's barn, why do we say that the shliach is chayev and the mishalech is potter Okay? That's the question. Shalom Aleichem, Andy, haven't seen you in a while. We're in Kedushim, men beiz amud beiz. Right in the middle of the daf. Kedushim, men beiz amud beiz, in the middle of the daf. So why don't we say, <coughs> why don't we say shluchoshronam kamoso, and the mishalech should be chayav and the shliach should be potter Answers the Gemara, big chiddish, Shiny hasam ain't shliach l'dvar avera. What's the reason why ain't shliach l'dvar avera? This is going to be very important. talme divrei mishon that the we, that the mishaleach again. It's a little bit of a shaila here. Whether what does it mean divrei Rav Divra talme divrei mishon? what what's the taina here? Is the taina to get the mishaleach off the hook? Is the taina to get the shliach on the hook? Or is it both? I'll say differently. What was your default? If yesh shliach ledvar aveira, what was the default? Says Rashi. That was important Rashi. Neima. Everybody see the Rashi? It's a little bit above where we started from. It's exactly across from where we started from. Neima shlucho kemoso. sholcho Veloha hashliach. Meaning the shlichos can do two things. It can exonerate the shliach from the aveira. And it can make the Meshaleach chayit. And it says we don't say that. What do we say? We say that two things. We say that the Shliach is going to be chayit for burning down the barn. And the Meshaleach is going to be putter. Be Why? Because we say, Divrei arab, Divrei Divrei Mi And therefore, so what? what does that do for me? So there are a couple of ways to explain that. One is, the Mishaleach could say, I never expected the Shliach to do it. I never really meant it. Okay, that's one thing. Or we could say that a Shliach, because he's not allowed to do it, can't say I'm acting for the Mishaleach. There are a couple of different ways to understand what the power of Divri Arab, Divri Atam, and Divri mishomin is. But we'll see why that's very important. Says Orf the Torah. Kowals- yep. Yeah. Kowalski, yeah. <laughs> couldn't there also be a factor of whether the Shaliach is bechlau aware or unaware that it's aser. Hold that question. Hold that question till we get to the bottom Tosos. So? Okay. so says the Gemara. Now again, you guys probably think that it's very obvious. No, do you think it's obvious that ain't shliach there or you think it's a chiddush? It's a well, it's a chiddush. I think once you know that there's a concept of shlichus, right? Oh, so there's shlichus. Okay? And in fact, well, the fact they, that the Gemara had to get the Tvara of Divrei Arav already shows you you need an argument, and now the Gemara is going to challenge it. The Gemara is going to try to prove yesh shliach litvara veira, and look what the Gemara is going to do. Also, also, Rabbi, in America, uh, both parties are going to be in trouble. Yeah, you see, so that's clear from Rashi, that in the ancient shliach yesh shliach litvara veira, at this point, it appears only one party is liable, either right. the shliach or the mishaleach. That's what I'm saying it's a chiddish. Just from our perspective, you know, the way we think of things, it's a chiddish. Well, you know what? Hold that till the end of this discussion, till we get to the middle of the next time. Okay? In other words, the question of both parties, one party, neither party, okay? Says the Gamora, we have a din in mi'ila. The mi'ila means that I have something of hegdish and I used the the hegdish property, bishoget. That's called mi'ila. But it has to be bishoget if i use the hegdish property intentionally then that's not me'ila. it's a different crime it's a more serious crime but it doesn't have a korban and it doesn't have the consequences so here's the din asashli Shliach asashli shlichuso. says rashi you got to see the, the we need the scenario straight so go right to rashi Shliach asashli shlichuso. hegdish ko'y this discussion in the in, in, in the brisa is about hegdish etzlo So the person, seemed, uh, probably the Gabai Hektish, he has in his on, on his in his drawer hektish money. but he forgot that it's Hektish money, or he took the wrong envelope. He knew that he has an envelope of Hektish money and he has an envelope of chulin money, and he thought he's reaching into the envelope of money to take out money to send somebody to the store to buy something for him. And by accident, he took out the hektish money. So here it is. All right, most hektish v'tah, kasov chulin, So the, 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 the Gizbar took money, thinking it's chulin, and he sent the shliach to the store to buy him a shirt. Send him this buy me a shirt with this money. So the Shliach now is going with hectish money by mistake to buy a shirt. And Kunabahentalis, but he didn't buy a shirt, he bought a jacket. Okay, so we have a Shliach who took hectish money from the Gizbar by mistake of the Gizbar. He went to the store with shlichus to buy a shirt. And with that hectish money, he bought a jacket. Now, who's liable for the me'ilah? So, if, let's go sit, let's get the din straight. If he would have taken the money from the, from the, from Mishaleach, who's doing a mistake, and he sent the Shliach to the store to buy a shirt, and the Shliach went and he bought the shirt, so then the Mishaleach is the Moel because the shliach did the shlichus but if the shliach bought a jacket instead so the shliach did not do the shlichus the shliach spent hektish money by mistake because nobody remember nobody knew it's hektish money so it says that shliach moal veloha sholcho ze eino shlucho so now back into the gemara the, back into the gemara so if the shliach didn't do what he was sent to do, but he did something else, meaning he was sent to buy a shirt and he bought a jacket, shliach so the shliach is the moel because he didn't do shlichus and therefore he spent Hektish money to But what about if, what happens if he spent the money on the shirt the way he was instructed? Then the Baal Abayit is the Mo'el. Because the shliach did what he was supposed to do. So I hope everybody sees where the question is coming. Ah, says the Gemara. That's the end of the Braisa. Says the Gemara. So, so it says that if the shliach did the shlichus of the Baal Abayis, He was given money to buy a shirt. And he bought a shirt. Baal, moa. ba'al Abayis, mo'a. So the Baal Abayis is the Mo'el. I am my name in So I understand very well why, if the shliach bought a jacket with the hektish money, the shliach is the moel because he spent hektish money by mistake, not as a shliach. But if ain't shliach l'dvar he should be moel even if he bought a shirt because what's the avera is the meila and he did an avera of spending hektish money b'shogei. So why is the Baal buy at moel? That's the question. In other words, the Gemur's arguing here that there should be Yesh Lidvara I see Yesh Lidvara And the only reason why the Shliich is Moel when he bought a jacket is because he didn't do the shlichut's. But if he did the Shliichas, it, 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 it accords back to the Balabayat. So I see Yesh Lidvara That's the Gemur's Kasha. Is this is the, is the Gemur's Kasha understood? Yep. Everybody understand that this is a powerful kasha arguing yesh shliach ledvar aveira. And therefore the Gemara wants to say that if Ruven sends Shimon to burn down Levi's barn and Levi burns down Levi's, and Shimon burns down Levi's barn, Bishlichus, Ruven should be Yesh aveira. Again, I want the question to resonate. I want, I want the question to percolate. The Gemara is saying, look, they're Shalicha. So the Shalicha also says this is Gemara. Want, I, I just want to point out that in, in this particular situation, this scenario, the Shalich does not know that it's, neve, it's Neveira. The Shogig, there's no Shogig mitzad ha Shalich. There's Shogig mitzad ha Sholeah. That's Okay, so first of all, you're again, you're, you're repeating what you said before without realizing it. And I said, wait for the Tosos. No, I'm not repeating. I'm just pointing out regarding that question. In this oh, I thought you were scenario. asking. Well, Tosos asks what you just said as a question. But let's leave it for the moment, okay? And the Gemara is assuming that this is a, an indication of Yesh, Answers the Gemara. Answers the Gemara. Lost the place. Answers the Gemara. Shiny elam. Meila is a different kind of an avera alpha chet chet mitruma. That there's exera shava of chet chet mitruma ma truma mashveshliach, shliach af meila mash shliach says Rashi chet chet mitruma. There's a exera hakos. There's a there's a the word chet appears in both truma and in meila, and therefore we make exera shava, and it's a it's a it's a we learn lirov dvarim he limuda mitruma be mesekhes meila kseiv hacha vechata bishgaga mikotche hashem. That's by meila vechata bishgaga mikotche hashem uksiv betruma be oklo bishogei velo yisua love chait. So I have the word chait by show by truma and by meila. Therefore, I have a cross ref a cross information cross talk of information and just like truma has a shliach, and we needed a special limud for that, if you remember on top. So therefore, we now import the din of shliach to me'ila to say that even though in general there's no shliach litvara veira, me'ila is different. We have a special limud that shliach works in me'ila. Okay? Says the Gemara, wait a minute, if that's true, so now I should be able to generalize if I now have a limud, that there's ye shliach litvara veira b'me'ila, so let's now make a mematsinu and say, says the Gemara. So then, in that case, vneilaf So let's learn from meila yesh shliach veira. Right? Remember, what we just did is we're going to override the svara of divriyav divriyatalmi divri 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 because divriyav divriyatalmi was a svara to block shlichus. But if I have a Limud, then that overrides the Divriya HaRav So the Gemara wants to make this a Limud. Says the Gemara, There are two psukim teaching me And we have a rule that when we have that anytime the Torah teaches me one Chiddush, I can generalize. But if the Torah writes the Chiddush twice, that's a raya that the Chiddush is only true in those two cases. Because if you could generalize, you would only write it in one case. That's the that's the logic of Snake Subim haboyn ke'echat. When I have two psukim teaching me a Chiddush, meaning, meaning when I have a default and then the Torah moves me off the default with one Pasuk, I can now generalize that anytime it's that anything that's similar will move off the default also. But if the Torah writes two psukim to move me off the same default that's a proof that the only time i move off the default in is those two specific cases that haboyim you can't generalize if the Chiddush was said twice because if it was generalizable it would have only said it once so since i'm going to say i have tobsukim to teach me yesh shliach in two cases that means in all other cases it's not true what are those two cases so one case what are the shneksuim haboyim what are they? Meila One pasuk is the pasuk of Meila, and Shlichus Yad Mahi. Where do I see Yeshli after Dvar Avirah? Shlichus Yad. Ditanya. Here's a b'raisa. It's a little complicated, but we'll hold 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 it straight. I'll call Dvar Pesha. It talks in the in the in the parsha of Shomrim. It says I'll call Dvar Pesha. That's an extra phrase. What does it mean? I'll call Dvar Pesha. Every crime. So this is said in the context of shlichus yad. I'll share sholach lo sholach and then I'll call varpesha. So it says you didn't do shlichus yad. I'll call varpesha. Shlichus yad means I was a shomer and I used the object inappropriately. That makes me chayiv for anything that happens. But be says. Al cult varpesha, the chai of machshava says Rashi. Alcold Varpesha, Basar in Lo Sholach Yodoksiv, L Chayev ala Mahshava, O ala Dibur, Shim Omar, O Choshav Lushloach Yadikodon, Arayobushusome also Shah of the Elich, Lishai Bukol Insen Shialu Bo Afilu Havishomarchino, Shalohoya Chayev arakshav Arachav Elbabshia. So here's the case. I'm a shonchino. And says says, so if everybody understands that if I'm a Shomer on your hammer, and I take your hammer and I use your hammer, that's Shlichus Yad. And if I, afterwards, anything that happens to the hammer, even a Gnei even an Onsen, whatever, I become Chayv as a Sholei yad. What happens if I didn't actually use the hammer? I just said, you know what? I'm going to use that hammer. And I never used the hammer. And then an Onus happened. So says says, I'm already Chayv. Because Al koldvar Pesha tells me you're for not only by actually using it, but by thinking or saying I'm going to use it. That's Beis And Beis Hillel argues, of course, and says, "All right," says, Beisham, says Beis Shimon, says Hillel. Um, Beis Hillel says it says You got to use it. So Amru be Shamai lebeis Hillel halo nemar al kold varpesha. pesha. Well, then why did the Gatorah add an extra pasuk al cold varpesha? pesha? Amru lebeis Hillel Shamai halo nemar im lo shalath yano b'melech Okay, so you know, very Jewish. You ask me a question, I'll answer your question with another question, right? You, you, right? So each one says, "Well, wait a minute, but there's an extra pasuk. So how are you going to? Everybody going to explain the pesukim?" Amru be Shamai lebeis Hillel im ken al kold var pesha lamali. Okay. So you're telling me it says yod. but then you have to come up with an explanation. What is Al Koldvar Pesha? And what does Basilal answer? She Here's your default. It says this is Basil's default without Koldvar Pesha. li elahu. when it says Al Koldvar Pesha, what does it mean? I'm sorry, when it says Imlo what does it mean? That the Shomer has to use it. Omer what happens if the shomer doesn't use it? He give he tells a shliach to use it. He tells his avid go use it. You know what? Here, go take the hammer and hammer in my nail for me. So is the mishal is the is the chayev? He didn't use it. He sent the shliach to use it. Talmud lo called kol pesha. So that's marbeh, a shliach to do shlichus yad mishlichus. So you did shlichus yad mishlichus. That's an avera, and I see that you're chayev. So that's a that's a, yesh shliach l'dvar aveira, because the aveira was done b'shlichus. So now I have two psukim, now I have two psukim to be mechayev shliach l'dvar aveira, mi'ila, and according to beis shlichus ya. And therefore, I can't generalize anywhere else to, shl, to, shl, to, shl, to shliach l'dvar aveira. Okay? Now, I'm going to skip the next piece of Gemara because hanich ha lebeis shamai, and the Gemara goes back and forth with lots of drushas. And and I don't want to get, I, I I this is enough for our purposes. We see that we have two Psukim. The Gamor later is going to bring three Psukim, but there are certain Psukim that prove that teach me Yeshliak Lidvar Aveira. And because I have so many Psukim to teach me Yeshliaf, it's a raya that I can't generalize. And therefore I apply the Svara of Anshliak Lidvar Aveira. And you know what? No, I want to keep, I'm sorry, I want to keep going. I want to read another few lines. Hanikal and say we will keep going. Hanicha lebeisilo, fine. So now I found two psukim according to beisilo. But remember, beishamai didn't use the pesuk to teach me shliach; it used it to teach me machshava. So therefore, lebeishamai demuki lo lahayk rabbe machshava kemaisa. So beishamai says that thinking it is like doing it. So then nalef mine. So I only have one pesuk to teach me I only have meila. So where does beishamai know yeshliach ledbaravera? I have another pusuk to teach me Yeshlech levara vera Tvicha um magira ha why the kol snekh suvim in the land meila hadimar and where's the other pusuk of Tvicha magira de amar tvige um magira mai hu de amar kra hu tvacho um so remember dalet veheh a person agana fish kayf what happens if he slaughters it or sells it if he slaughters it or sells it, he becomes chaybdala v'heh. Says, ma mechira al Is it possible to do a sale yourself, or do you need two parties to do the sale? Need two. Can the Ganav do a sale unilaterally, or he needs two people to do the sale? No, he needs somebody else. So the, mechira has to be done al achir. So therefore, because I compare t'vichu mechira, I'm going to say, ah, al Then the t'vicha could also make me liable not with somebody else involved. Well, who else is going to be involved? How, how else could I involve somebody in, in t'vicha? The shochet. The shochet. And well, the shochet, he's doing it b'shlichus. So therefore I see yeshlich ledvaraveira because I gave the animal to the shoche. I told the shoche, you slaughter it. The shoche slaughtered it for me and I became chayiv david vehei. So I see yeshlich ledvaraveira in that case. So now according to Meishamai, Shammai, I also have two psukim ha'boim ke'echad. I have me'ila and I have t'vichu me'chira. And the backup is that there is an opinion that she'ik suvim ha'boim are yes for malamdim, but everybody agrees three psukim ha'boim in the law. So according to Bashilil, Hillel, I have even three psukh. Okay, but again, the, the limud here is, is that since mechira requires two people, the, the juxtaposition of tviha mechira allows me to say that the tviha also could make you chayev, not only when you did the tviha, but even if you're not a shokhe but you gave it to a shokhe, you're also going to be chayev. <coughs> okay? And then there are a couple of other sources to show why um, the, in in Tavicha there's Yeshliyaf, and we're going to stop there. Are there questions still here? So again, we have two or three psukim that are uniquely teaching me Shlichus Be'Aveira, and that Dafka. Because of that, I can't generalize to other Shlichuyos, and therefore I apply the svara of Divrei Harav, Divrei Atalmit, Divrei Mishol. Are we okay till here? <laughs> yep. So now we got to see Tosfos. On on Pinchas's question, I don't know if he realizes what a powerful question it is. Go back to the bottom tosos. So remember the case of Meila. So the the Gizbar gives money to the shliach, thinking that it's chulin money, and tells him, go to the store and buy me a shirt. The shliach goes. And if he actually buys a shirt, so we say that the balabayat is moel because the shliach did the shlichus. If he buys a jacket, the shliach is moel. But I want to prove from the fact that if he buys a shirt, the balabayat is moel, I want to prove, ye shliach veira, which is going to override the svara. Remember, the only reason why I say ain't shliach veira. Is because I hope you guys see the question is a. It's a home run pitch here. The question it says So the first thing we know is that everybody's bishogeg. The shliach is doing it bishogeg. If the shliach is doing it on purpose, then there's no meila. Right? There's no such thing as milabamezid. So the shliach can't know that he's spending hector's money. So in Cain, ye shliach dvar avera, the lo shayech la meimar divrei arav, divrei atalmit, How? So in this case, that the the whole svara of Ain't shliach dvar doesn't apply because there's no Divri arav, divrei atalmit. So of course, there's shliach l'dvar avera when the guy doing the avera doesn't know that he's doing an avera. Then of course, the mishaleich is going to be chaf, and we're going to prove it in another place. And this is probably what Pinchas was alluding to earlier. Da chenami mashmeperek meruba, di Here's the case. Hare So I have a ganav, and he stole a sheep. And then ganav minaider. The amar lekohen told tle zeshuushali onasta lekohen lebechoros. The heroloh betle shel Two cases. He either stole a sheep and gave it to the Kohen for Pityan-Aben, or he goes to the Kohen says, here, you see this sheep? So take the sheep for Pityan-Aben. But what I showed the Kohen was the sheep in Josh's corral. So the Kohen went and he took a sheep thinking that it's mine, but really it was Josh's. So who's the Ghanav, the Kohen or me? Well, I hope you don't think that the Kohen is the Ghanav because the Kohen took it thinking that it belonged to me. And he can't be called a Gana from Josh. So clearly, I'm the Gana. If the, sh- the coin's off the hook, why? Well, it's simple. Because there I say, because there's no Arab Atalmi. So, what's the Gemara trying to prove from the ilah, where the whole system is Bishogeg, that of course there is because Arab Atalmi doesn't apply. But how could the Gemara try to pr- override it in a case where there is Divri Rab? That's a simple question. I hope everybody understands the question. Umasik. So, what does the Gemara say over there? How come? Right? In umasik, bayelim, So, the ganav is Chayev. As soon as the coin takes it out, the hikshari, this is all a continuation of the Gemara there, Tosus is bringing. Awesome. So, of course, the question is, why is the Ganav of the Ganav that we, the Ganav should say, I'm very sorry, he did it with my shlichus, and of course, T-Rates, and the Terence there is obvious, so you see clearly that when the shlichus doesn't know that he's doing an Avera, you can't talk about, you can't and make the shliach because there's no divriyah rav. So says Tosis here in the case of me'ila, how could you use me'ila to prove di- uh, ye lech lidvar aveira? It's a unique case where the shliach doesn't know. And therefore there's no divriyah rav. And therefore, of course, ye lech lidvar But what does that tell you about a normal case of shliach lidvar aveira? I hope everybody understands the it's a little bit of a complicated cheshbon here, but it's really obvious. How could you use me'ila to prove ye lech lidvar when everything's done by Shogate? And b'shogeg, there's no divrei arav, and the only reason why ain't shliach l'dvar is because divrei arav. So if there's no divrei arav, of course there's a shliach l'dvar But the Gemara here is trying to use meila to prove there's ne- there's always shliach l'dvar okay, that's that's the problem. Everybody understand the problem. The Omeri, the Hachamayri. The case of meila, we're gonna call it meila afilu nizkar hashliach. Let's say that the shliach. Realizes before he spends the money, the Shliach realizes that it's hectic money. So the Baalabayat, the Mishaleh, doesn't know it's hectic money. <clears throat> he sent the Shliach to buy a shirt. Before the Shliach buys the shirt, the Shliach realizes it's hectic money and he buys the shirt anyway. So, what's the Shliach's status in that case? The Shliach is amazing. Because the Shliach knew he's spending hektish money and he did it anyway. What about and, the Balabayat? Yeah, yeah. What about the Balabayat? The Balab the Baal is a shogi because the Balabayat sent him to buy a shirt thinking it's Kulin he- money. So therefore, the The hashta parich a my neima name a levar veira. So here's the case. The Balabayat sends the Shliach with Hektish money thinking it's Kulin money. He tells the Shliach to buy a shirt. The Shliach, before he buys the shirt, realizes it's Hektish money and he buys it anyway. So did the Shliach do an Aveira? Yes. He did an Aveira of using Hektish money. Does it say here that the Balabayat is Moel? It says, "If if the Shliach bought a shirt, the Balabite is Moel." Meaning, I don't care whether the Shliach was sh- shogig or mazid. The sh- Balabite is always Moel, says the Gemara. But if the Abayit, but if the Shliach knew that he's using Hechdis money, so he's doing an Aveira, knowing Divrei Rav, Divrei Talmid, Divrei Mishomin, and yet we accrue, we accrue it back to the Balabaid. So I see that there's no such svarah as divrya rav, divriya talmid to get the mishaleach off the hook. That, says Tosus, is the kash. Yes, Josh? Isn't this a little bit of a strange case now? Oh, it's a very strange case. Talking about the mishaleach doesn't know that it's hektesh, but the shliach who was given it by the mishaleach somehow knows yeah, it's yeah. Yes, he realized. He realized somehow, again, that's the case. If that would be the case, would the balabai be moel? I'll be the case, uh, yes. Okay. Be careful that you don't fall into the yeshivish trap. This is what happened. If this happened, it says in the b'risa that the that the mishalech is going to be high. If that happened, the mishalech is high. I, the shliach, knew that he's doing something wrong. So I see from there that there's no such thing as and therefore the Gemara has to come out to psukim. Okay. Anyway, that's, so no, but this is very important now because this is going to open the door for any time that a mishalech sends a shliach to do shlichus of an Aveira, and the shliach doesn't know it's an Aveira, then there we will say var aveira Then the Mishalech is going to be chayef And now, wait, now we're going to get in that. Now we're going to jump. Now we're going to jump to the middle of, nun, of Mem Gimal Aleph. So jump with me to the last word on the line is ha. It's exactly in the middle of the narrow lines. If you want to, if you look at the narrow lines, it's exactly in the middle. The fir- last word on the line is ha. <clears throat> Everybody see where I am. No, where, where where are we again? M and Aleph. The first word on the line is hahu, but the lot la- we want the last word on the line the ha. Right? Uh, right opposite the velotospos. It's exactly, exactly there. Right, exactly. Okay, good. Everybody with me. Yeah. So, all right. This is this is a blowaway case. The We have a brisa. Ha Omer lishluchot say haroges ha Ruven Reuven tells Shimon, "Go kill Levi. Go kill Levi." And Shimon kills Levi. What's the din? Says the brisa. Who chayev? So Shimon is chayev. B'sholcho poter. Okay, so I think that, I mean, that makes pretty good sense, right? I told Ruben, Ruben tells Shimon to kill Levi and Shimon kills Levi. Shimon's chayev, Ruben's pot. <coughs> That's not our problem. Our problem is the next shita. hazaken omer mishum sholcho chayev. Ruben's chayev. Where's the proof? Proof text from the Navi. I'll share the screen with you just to show you the Posuk in Tanakh. It's a Posuk in Shmuel. Okay, it's a Posuk in Shmuel. <coughs> where is it here? Where did it go? Come on. Um, here it is. Okay, so this is the pasuk in Shmuel where this is after David HaMelech took um, 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 Uriah's wife, And he sent Uriah out to battle. And the Navi is coming and giving him the whole story about the shepherd, etc. So now look at this passage. And remember, the hetar, the David of Melechad, was because we sent Uriah out, and, and Uriah was killed in battle, and therefore there was a get that was retroactively chal. Okay, so ishto l'kachta the the harakta b'cherek b'nei This is the key kipasak here, is that it says, the navi is telling David, you killed Uriah. Wait a minute, David didn't kill Uriah. The worst that could have happened is he sent Uriah into battle and other people killed Uriah. So says Shamai Hazakein, I see that when I send somebody to kill Levi, the Mishaleach is called Osoharagta. That's Shammai Hazakane's Raya that Shimo, that Ruvain, that Ruven, the Mishaleach, is going to be Chayev. Okay? Now it doesn't necessarily mean at this point that Shimon is not Chayev, but we want to make, and this I think David is what you were talking about in secular law. We don't want to get Levi Shimon off the hook for being for killing Levi, but we want to put Ruvain also on the hook. That seems to be the simple understanding. <coughs> okay? Um, so say, let's read it again. My So why, according to Shamayazakin, it sounds like yesh, Shliach l'dvar Vera. So how can you have you? How can you? How, how? Where did that come from? Everybody understand the problem. Shammai Zakin seems to be saying yes. and we already have psukim to teach me. We have psukim to say no. Snake suvim haboyim ke'achad are not Malame. So how does he? Where did he get yes? Shliach So answers the Gemara. Shammai Zaken holds snake suvim haboyim ke'achad yes melamed. He holds that they are malamdim and all of again, bahuahu, lo dorish is, that's how the Gemara got out of it, but he holds shnek suvahu kechim malamdim, meaning I have two psukim telling me, yeh shlech ad me'ila, and let's assume it's either shlichus yad or dalad veheh. So yeh shlech ad varavera, the opposite. So he learns yeh shlech ad varavera. The boys a ma, dorish. No, really, he holds that the psukim teach me ain shlech ad Oh my chayev. So what does it mean when, when he says Chayev, what does it mean Reuven's Chayev? He's Chayev Bidine Shamai. I think you guys like that. In other words, that's that what, that what I was gonna guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, you realize that uh, you don't realize what the next line is gonna do for that guess. Okay, in a minute you'll see what the problem with that guess is. But simple, okay? That 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 let's read it back again. Shamaya and Omar Mishum Kageya Novi Shlok Chayev Bidine Shamai. That Ruven sent Shimon to kill Levi. So Shimon is Chayev dinai Adam and Ruben is Chayev dinai Shamayim but you realize what what you, you realize what the consequences of that are cuz now go back to the Tanakama. if the discussion is about dine Shamayim so then Omer Haumairlishlugo would say harog as anefesh hu khaib de patur so if Shamayazakin says Chayev dinai Shamayim the implication is what's the Tanakama holding finish the sentence Come on, guys. If the machlokas now is about dine shamayim and Shamay Hazakin is only saying sh- that the, that the sholech is chayv bedine shamayim and the Tanakama argues because what do the Tanakama say? He's he's of so what's he potter on? He's even potter bedine shamayim. Whoa! So Ruben sent Shima to kill Levi. No, he must be saying that he, you know, and here he's he's here on earth. No, that no, it's just potter. Wait, wait, no, no. Again, the, second terror. We're in this world of the second terror. Okay. We got to know what Shamae Zaken Shita is. Scenario. First, get the scenario straight. Haomer l-shlucho. Say harog es ha-nefesh. So Reuven tells Shimon go kill Levi, and Shimon kills Levi. That's the scenario. Now we got to know what the din is. So the Tanakama says Reuven <clears throat> Shimon Chayev Reuven Potter. Shammai says, Ruvain also chayev. What is he chayev? So the Gemara just answered, he's chayev in Dinei Shammai, but not in Dinei Oda. So therefore, that means the Tanakama holds that he's not even chayev in Dinei Shammai. That's the Gemara's next line. All right? My chayev, chayev Dinei Shammai, says the Gemara, mi chayev in Dinei afilu be Dinei Shammai, nami potter. Is that possible? in, in dina adam, I can understand that the Tanakhama holds any and you're going to be poter b'dina adam. But of course, you're chayv b'dina Shamayim. So answers the Gemara: Eli, Dina rabba zuta ikvei nayim. What does that mean? Dina rabba v'dina zuta says Rashi. <coughs> it's a, it's high up. Dina rabba v'dina zuta ikvei Meaning, how chayv b'dina shemayim are you? L'shemayim chayv b'dina rabba. The onesh We're all now we're in the world of dine shamayim, but there's big punishments in dine shamayim, and there's less punishment in dine shamayim. So the Tanakama so so Shamaya holds <clears throat> right. Tanakama lo, mi, lo kulehai atzmo Meaning that at the end of the day, the Tanakama holds okay. You are a goreim to Shimon, and therefore you'll be held liable as a groma in Dinei And Shamayazakin holds, in Dinei we're going to consider you like a murderer. But nobody holds that you get executed in this world, according to the second terrace, because again, and that seems to be the conclusion of the Gemara. Okay? The Bois Eima, a third terrace. I'm back in the Gemara, please again, the, a third terch means always, we got to understand where Shama Yadzakein coming from in a way that he can make sense, and the Tanakama could argue. So Shamayazakin is going to have a new, a new pshat, really in general. But in this case, where Ruvain sends Shimon to kill, so I see from the Pesach of the Navi, that that we render murder as if you did it yourself. So that in general, But in murder, we say because of the gilui of the pasuk, that's what it says. They say you killed him. So that's a gilui that in murder, there. Ah, so what is the Tanakhama going to do with that pasuk? Exactly the opposite. That it's like and just like you're not responsible for what Bnei Amon do, you're not responsible for Uriah. And I, my time, oh, why aren't you responsible? Oh, you sent him out to his death because meaning that Uriah was really high Misa and therefore when David sent him out he is not liable because Uriah was high of Misa. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So again, I don't want to get too sidetracked in that, but this is the discussion about whether we could say or by murder. All right. And the Pusik teaches me something else. Or no, Shamayazakin learned from there that in murder, yes, but now we got to see the last part. This last part is also very interesting and very important. Uh, Rava, All right. there's a second wide, second narrow line, second to the last narrow line meaning even according to Shamayazok, that Yesh Shliakhlidvara Veira. I'm sorry, that that right that um that ain't shliakhlidvara veira. Okay. I'm sorry, that a that ye shliakvara that ye, I'm sorry. Right, we're gonna now in the even according to Shamaya Zake, What does that mean? Ruben tells Shimon, go kill Levi. According to Shamaya Zakein, Ruven's chayif. And according to that, if Ruven tells Shimon, go burn down Levi's barn, according to Shamayazakein, if Shneik Subim Melamdim, So what's going to be the din? According to Shamaya well. You guys understand that if Shammai Azakin says that when Ruben tells Shimon to kill Levi, Ruben's chayev, he's certainly going to be chayev for telling Shimon to burn down Levi's barn. Where's the exception? There's one exception. Modeh, Shammai will be modeh, even if in general you hold because, right, modeh beomer l'shlucho tzei bo'oles erva. Or say, oh So I made you a shliach to burn down the barn. i I made you a shliach to kill Shimon, to kill Levi. I'm chayv. But if I made you a shliach to go have relations with Gilui Arayos for me, I made you a shliach to go eat treif. Go into. I'm making you a shliach to eat a McDonald's hamburger for me. So you walk into McDonald's and before you eat the hamburger, you say, "I'm doing this b'shalichas." So when I burned down, when you burned down the barn and you said you're doing it I'm going to be chayev. But when you ate that hamburger and said you're doing it you're chayev. I'm not chayev. Why? Because lo matzina bechol kula zenene There can't be any such thing as the shliach has and the mishaleach has the chayev. We can have a chalos when the shliach does an act that creates a chayev he can make them shalei chayid but if it's but if incorporated in the act is hanaah and the and the and the and the avera is, is 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 includes hanaah you can't have shimon having the hanaah and ruvein being chayid so even if Yesh bar avera there's going to be a limitation when the avera includes hanaah okay that's as far as we go in this gemara we have 8, eight or 9 minutes which is just exactly enough time for us to open up our Baba Basra, which I asked you guys to bring. And then on Wednesday, we're going to start a very complicated section in Subas. Okay, I'll I'll tell you what the the source is in a minute, but let's just quickly open up Baba Basra, Kuf Samach Tess. I think it's Kuf Samach Tesh, isn't that that what I told you? No, um, yeah, yes, okay. Again, it's right in the middle of the page. I'll give you guys a minute to get your Gemara's. It's the last word on the line, is hahi. I'll wait till everybody lets me know that you guys all have it. Most of you guys turned off your video, so you got to just let me know you all have it. Okay, everybody's got it. Okay, so it's the middle of the page. Last word on the line is hahi. There was a woman. She gave money to a guy, to a shliach, to go buy her a piece of property. Now, till now, what the Gemara has been discussing is the, is the principle of achrayus. Achrayus means that when you buy a piece of property, the assumption is that the seller is taking responsibility that if there is a lien on the property and the buyer loses the property because the debtor takes it away because of a debt that the seller had, that the buyer has recourse to the seller. It's called a chryas. That the, that, the that the buyer has recourse to the seller in case something goes wrong with the sale. That's a One could buy a property Without akhrayas, meaning I'm selling you the property with no strings attached. If something goes wrong, it's your problem. Obviously, I'm going to sell it much cheaper, but that's also a possible sale. So the default assumption in the Gemara till now is that when you have a star for a piece of property, the assumption is that there's a akhrayas, even if it's not written explicitly. The assumption is that when people buy property with akhrayas, and the only way there's no akhrayas is if it says explicitly no akhrayas. Okay? That's when there's a star. Right? When it's a verbal contract, it's not so simple. Anyway, so a guy so Ruben sent, so the woman sent Ruvain, the Shliach, to buy a piece of property. And he gave and she gave him money. ozal the Shliach Ruvain went. lo He bought the property and he bought it without a chrayas. Apparently, there was an explicit statement that I'm buying it without a chray. So now so is that what the woman wanted? Well, he was a Shliach. Do you think she wanted him to buy property without a chryas? Simple understanding is the Shliach messed up. Shliach messed up. Also the Nachman. So now the case comes to Ravnachman. In other words, the seller sold the property, the Shliach has the property who bought the property with the woman's money. The woman now basically is stuck with property that he bought with her money with Noach Raius. So she's going to the shliach and saying, what did you do? I'm sorry, I want my money back. This is not, I, I, I don't, you didn't, you didn't do what I told you to do, right? So went to Rav Nachman, what does Rav Nachman say? Look at what Rav Nachman says, He says in the name of the woman, like we heard, it, we had earlier in our other Gomorrah, I sent you to do it right not to do it wrong. So what did we say by the aqam Shechalku, that it's all the deal is off. What do we say here? Zil this is the this is Nachman talking to the shliach. Zil zavna minay shalo bi You You now have to make a, a a contract with the seller in a contract without achrayas and then hadar and zavna nehala b'achrayas, and then turn around and sell the property to the woman with achrayas. So the net result is going to be that the shliach now has accepted upon himself achrayas for the property. Meaning if something goes wrong, the woman will have recourse to him because he took achrayas. What about the first transaction? Elaborate on your question, please, uh, Mr. Shaliyak has already purchased the property without a crias. Okay. Now you're supposed to go back and, and, uh, do it again. So okay, so, 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 okay. so let me highlight David's question. And this is where we're going to see the rush. So what was the status? Let's start from the beginning. That's really what David's pulling us back to the beginning. So the Shaliyak went with the woman's money with the shlichus, implicit shlichus to buy with Achryas, and he bought the property without Achryas. What's the status of that transaction? should be bottle. It's bottle. So what you just said is that if it's bottle, well, see, David is indicating it's apparently bottle because it says, go rebuy the property from the buyer. Why do you have to rebuy it? So it sounds like it's bottle. Why is it bottle? Why is it bottle?
1: Because why should not...
0: the, I'll say it better? if it's bottle, why should the sell let, let's talk if the schlich didn't do a schlichus, so what you're doing is at, at the end of the day, you're 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 letting the seller hold the bag. Essentially, I, I guess saying that there was never the first transaction. So if what so if there, what you just said is if there's never the first transaction anytime a shliach messes up, so again now let's now let's play it out. So I send you to buy me a Mazda. I give you thirty thousand dollars. Go to the store room to buy a Mazda, and you buy a Subaru. Okay. So now we can go back to the dealer and say, I'm sorry, take your Subaru back and give us back thirty thousand dollars. I'm the I'm the car dealer. What what are you talking about? I sold you I sold you a Subaru. What are you talking about? You did it, B'shalichas. That's your problem. It's not my problem. Right. The that's, pu- where, um, okay. that's the Pasha. Like that. Like so, right. Okay. So that now we see the problem. So let's see Rashi. There's one Rashi that's important. It's the la- It's the first very wide line. Okay. Zil zavne. Okay. Zil zavne, and this is the problem that you raised. The David. What do you mean? You're telling. The to go rebuy the property. He already bought it. Zil zavni men mokher Go buy the property from the mocher without achrayus. Uksov <laughs> hashtar b'shimcha. Let the star now be in your name, meaning you now bought the property from the seller below achrayus. So you're now the owner without achrayus. The Achakach Machorah, Takarka, Leisha, now go and sell the property to the woman with a new star, Beach And therefore, in the event that the property gets taken away by a debtor of the seller, you're going to be responsible to the woman. That's the scenario. Let's quickly open the Rosh. We don't have a lot of time. Let's quickly open the Rosh. The Rosh gives us everything we need to know. It's it's Perak Asiri, Simon Chav Vav. Perakasiri Simon Chaf Vov. And we're going this is this is this is gonna open the door for what happened. What are the consequences when the Shlich doesn't do the Shlichas properly? Everybody see where I am? Simon Chaf Vov. Hahi itata diyivle zuze la u gav de misbin la ara. The Rush quotes the Gomorrah. So the Rosh, again, I'm in Simon chavvav. I hope everybody sees it. Very important to see inside. The Rosh quoted the Gemara. Now the Rosh. The first thing the Rosh assumes is that the buyer, the Shliach buyer, told the seller, he's a shliach. He told the seller, I'm buying it for the woman. Dika'omar ozal zav'an lo. Ve'od zil zav'na mine shalo biach raias. isa shalo piresh. She'kno li'isha. The Rosh is proving that the mishalech that the shlech must have told the seller he's buying for the woman. Why? I'm just skipping to, the ve'im isa shalo piresh. If he didn't tell the the seller, he's buying for the woman, then why does he have to rebuy it? Since when he walked into the seller, he bought it. He didn't tell the seller he's buying it for the woman. He said, I'm here to buy this property. Even though he intended it to be for the woman, he didn't tell the seller that. Wow, here's the big Chiddush. So this is going to open the whole door. When a shliach comes in and does a transaction, and he doesn't announce that he's doing the transaction b'shlichus, and as far as the seller is concerned, the deal is between him and the shliach. So le- vada- wait, 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 please hold. No questions yet. That's the first thing. He must be that he explicitly said he's buying it for the woman. That's why he has to rebuy it. Aye, why does he have to rebuy it? But since he didn't fulfill the shlichus. so he said, I'm buying the shlichus, and he didn't do the shlichus correctly. So, so he messed up the Shlighus. So because a person doesn't throw away the money, that's why the assumption is the woman wanted it with a prize. So he messed up the shlichus. But la shlichus. The mekach. So, in the end, he must have announced he's doing it, and the was not done properly, so there's no deal. And therefore, he has to rebuy it. Wait, so now, but you realize if there's no deal, the whole thing is off. Meaning, the shlich has the option of giving the woman back the money because really there's no deal with the seller because the seller knew that he's selling bishlichus and the seller, when he found out that the shlichus was not done properly, technically the sale is off. There's no sale. So technically he has to take the property back and give back the money. So now the shlich has the right to give the money back to the woman. So what was Rav Nachman talking about? Rav Nachman was obviously talking about the fact that the shlich doesn't have any money to give back to the woman. And, and the buyer is not playing ball. So therefore, So basically what we want to happen at the end of the day, says Reb Nachman, is we want the shliach to be responsible for the mess up, i.e. achrayas. But, but technically what he's saying is a big chidisher in the Rosh, and this is going to play out a lot in our halacha in lamaisis our of shliachus is that when a shliach buys something and he doesn't announce that he's doing it by so if he messes up, it's going to be his problem. He can't reverse the deal. On the other hand, if he announces that he's doing it for shlichus, then if he messes up, the deal is off. So anytime a seller understands he's dealing with a shliach, he better make sure that the shliach is fulfilling the shlichus, or he shouldn't deal with him. Because if the shliach announces, I'm a shliach, and he messes up the shlichus, then everything is reversed. That's where we are. Quickly, David, because it's quite late. Go ahead. Joshua, you can go. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out. In the event that the uh, shliach doesn't announce and he buys, um, and he failed in the shlichus, so now the transaction is called, But he did it with somebody else's money. He owes the money for sure. He's got to give it. His, now he owes money. It's, he owns the property and he owns the money for sure. This goes back to our case of the cottage cheese and the milk. I sent you to the to the store to buy me milk, and you bought cottage cheese. You own the cottage cheese unless you announce to the storekeeper, "I'm here to buy." I'm here to buy kaddishis. Well, he better make sure that your shlichus has to buy kaddishis and not milk. Because if it was to buy milk and you bought kaddishis and you announce your shliach, then in theory, the deal, then in 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 principle, the deal's off, and he's got to give back the money and take back the kaddishis.